everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk Podcast. We have a tidy whitey show back for you boys. I know I have mentioned this in the Reddit, tidy whitey's subreddit, and boys have gone crazy. And we have two of our favorite White Briefs fans this week. Two guys you should know very well from the podcast. First, we have... Mr. Jock and Bearst, welcome back for your, like, one of our favorite guest hosts ever. Hey there, how's it going, guys? He's back from our OnlyFans show that just dropped last week. Yay! We'll have more on that later, so don't worry about that. And then we have Eric, the Jocker Room, who's been on several shows. Welcome back. Thank you so much, glad to be here. It's good to have you back. It's been a minute, but, we, you know, we're going to talk tidy whities and fun things like that. But before we go there, I have big news. We have hit 20 Patreon members. As of today, before we recorded, we hit number 20. I'm excited. Yay! We reached our goal. But if you want a review show, you gotta we got to have 30 paid members. What do I mean by paid members? Well, Patreon now lets you join for free. So you can go to our Patreon page and join for free and join the podcast community and share posts and whatnot. But you just don't get all the benefits of being a Patreon member like the podcast early or special podcasts or special art or whatever. But you'll get a lot of stuff. I'm making posts available to free members. I'm going out of my way to do that and do polls and do all sorts of things for the podcast. So if you're thinking about joining and want to go be part of the community, head over to patreon.com slash UNB blog and join for free. Now, you have to look... In the top right corner, there's three dots, and you have to hit that and then go down to join free. It's not so easy to find. Go over and join. Join the community. and You can start talking with us and having fun about the podcast. Because I asked about, Jock knows about this, should we do brief talk after dark that's a little more spicy or not like total spicy? We're not going full on habanero ghost pepper, but you know, jalapeno or a little bit more. That's what we're talking about. We're not giving you the whole enchilada for free. Sorry. If you want if you want really spicy, you got to pay for that. You should if you heard our show with Lee, remember you need to pay your content creators. Hello, especially that. Thanks guys. Get us to 30 so we can do the review shows and these boys may be on the review show reviewing underwear for you. Who knows? Who knows who's joining? Yay, welcome guys. Sorry about how to do my PB, PBS pledge week. Because, you know, we've got to earn that money. It's been a minute. We're going to, our topic tonight is what is tidy whities? What is it a specific definition? Is it a specific style? What is it? So, have you bought any new white tidy whities since we last spoke? But I know someone had a big announcement on their OnlyFans and on the last podcast about tidy whities. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, if you listen to the last podcast, then you might have heard me announce that I am coming out with my own Tidy Whities, my own kind of underwear brand. So more news to follow down the line. So you'll have very special briefs. And from what I saw of them, I love them. So I like the waistband a lot, too. So keep it up. Thank um, you. And we'll have him back on to talk about the brand when it gets closer to launch. Trust me. Uh, we'll give all the we'll give him the third degree on the brand. And then, what about you, Eric? Have you bought any new white since we last spoke? Uh, I certainly have. Um, I definitely have 
ordered from a new brand. Oh, it's not a, really a brand, but it's a uh, a remaker, I guess. It's called Toolshed Apparel. They have, oh, yeah. uh, yes, they have Hanes and for the Loom briefs that they turn into jock straps and thongs and things like that. So I definitely ordered a pair, and they'll be on their way soon. Nice. Uh, we'll we'll get into that because yeah, I've I've seen some of their stuff, so we'll we'll get into that. So first question for you boys is, what is a tidy whitey to you? What is, is it specific brands? Is it, you know, is it the design with the fly? Does it not have a fly? What can be considered a tidy whitey? Jock, what, what is your definition of a tidy whitey? Oh man, this is such a controversial question, especially in the tidy whitey community. So I think people might vastly disagree with my answer and my perspective but again all opinions are my own exactly <laughs> all op- no opinions are wrong opinion i'm just saying exactly so in my eyes tidy whities are pretty much any kind of white briefs so in my mind that includes classic white briefs from fruit of the loom in walmart with the classic fly that includes jockey y-front briefs that includes you know, Stafford's with a classic fly. But it also includes for me like Calvin Klein white briefs that may not have the classic fly. That may be like more of a sport brief look, a low rise brief. You know, in my eyes, those are also considered tidy whities because like just as an example, if I were in the locker room and I saw a guy changing and his back is towards me and I saw him wearing white briefs from the back, then I would call them in my mind tidy whities. Like I would tell someone else like, oh yeah, I saw this guy in the gym wearing tidy whities. Even though I didn't see the front, I would still consider them tidy whities. So in my mind, just the fly doesn't necessarily make it tidy whities. And just the brand being Fruit of the Loom or Hanes or some kind of standard quote unquote cheap brand, that doesn't make it tidy whities either. That's just my personal opinion All though. All right. Good. It's your opinion and good enough for me. And what about you, Eric? What defines a tidy whitey for you? I would say I'm kind of a similar mind that it really just comes down to, you know, the fact that it is a brief and that it's mixed out of white fabric. That really is what I consider to be tidy whiteys. Definitely there is more of the classic look um, with those original brands with that kind of mid rise or, or kind of full rise brief look. But I think, you know, in the modern sense, I've always found tidy whities attractive just because of what they represent, which is kind of that classic look, you know, kind of uh, a nice defined package, a nice defined butt in them kind of type thing. And you can get that from any brand. Some people, I think, have a much more traditional definition of it because there is more than just that, more than kind of how it looks and how it actually presents a man. But for me, I'm the same thing that anything that that has that kind of classic feel, even if it's not a full classic, like your original for the Loom brands, that still gets the job done for me. Nice. Well, I have a totally different version of Tidy Whitey's, my opinion, than you, both of you boys. But my version is it has to have a waistband about an inch thick, you know, not covered waistband. I think when I think of Tidy Whitey's, I think it has to have the fly, you know, that's the main part of a Tidy Whitey to me is that you have to have a functional fly and it can be any brand out there, whether it be the Hanes Fruit of the Loom or even the Common Klein or Two Exist. And I think Pappy had some back in the day. I don't remember, but that's mine. And it can be 
this will be shocking to some of the tidy whitey purists out there. You can have different colored piping on the briefs of the leg and like the fly can be a different color, but the fabric has to be white. So I know that's going to cause some issues with some true tidy whitey fans out there. (laughs) <laughs> but, you know, colors are welcome. And I think if it's on the the trim, you're good. You can go on. Because when I remember years ago, it, when I first got into underwear, when I was in seventh grade, one of the jocks had this tidy whiteies with like this three color. It was like the fruit of loin colors going down the fly. And I'm just like, I thought those were the neatest things ever. And I never found out what they were. So, <laughs> and I'm just like, these are so cool. Oh, my God. And, you know, well, womp womp. But that's just my opinion. That's because I'm a big fan of bikinis and stuff. So I was like, you got to sort of separate the two and draw them out. But like Jock said, it's controversial. Some people only think, you know, like Haynes and Fruit of the Loom and Stafford are true tidy whities and others are not. I think you made a good point, though, that I think most people that are Tidy Whitey's fans, they want that distinguished waistband. They yeah. want it to be yeah. um, either, like you said, the, the colors that run through it, like Stafford, or they want it to have that brand name on it that you can see it and kind of announce it. And that's where, for me, the uh, the line kind of gets blurred is because a lot of the more modern brands, they are doing that now. You know, you have the Calvin Klein that are stamping it right on there so they they want it to be that you bend over and you can tell what what kind of underwear it is and for me that's where it kind of does blur that lines of i just like that that pronounced you know this is what i'm wearing (laughs) when you see that waistband you know exactly what they're wearing and that works both for the classics as well as more the more modern ones i think yeah agreed i think that's just an important part of the whole thing you can't have a tidy buddy without the waistband that's just something that I, I just feel is that way. You can disagree if you want to, and that's perfectly fine. That's what the podcast is for. State your own opinion. Unless someone really gets upset, which I don't think, well, the, you ne- it is underwear. You never know. Um, <laughs> it's supposed to be fun, but you know, some people, yeah. What are your favorite brands of tidy whities right now? What, what are your go-tos that you enjoy wearing that are your favorites? We'll start with Eric. So in terms of, of those classics, of those kind of more um, staples of, for brands, I really like my Staffords. They do a really good job. They're still low rise. For me, I'm, I'm just a shorter person, so I need the low rise just because otherwise they look way too big on me. So they have a, a low rise variety, which is nice. But also same thing that it kind of does fit me really well in terms of when I think of the classics, I think of kind of the the basics of being like through the loom and Gildan and Haynes. And I feel like Stafford is a little bit higher above that. Um, so they have a really good quality to them. They're a little bit better fabric to them. So they stand up a little bit better. They still offer some really nice support and some really nice shape, but kind of has a, a little bit higher quality to them. On the other side of it, I do also really like the Calvin Klein ones. Those, again, mm-hmm. don't have that functional fly, but they still have some of that that double paneling and that stitching that you can kind of get the sense of a fly. It's not actually what you can use, but it still kind of gives you that contrast to, to kind of give a shape to the pouch. And again, just they, they also come in multi-packs, which is nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, more efficient that way. And yeah, they're they're also really comfortable. Again, that little bit better fabric um, that's able to hold their shape throughout the day and kind of just, you know, they're cut really nice as well. I think that can be sometimes an issue 
for better or for worse. Um, some people really like that that kind of look of maybe a little bit more of a saggy, but at the end of the day, that's kind of their classic. And what they imagine when they think of tiny whiteys is kind of a little bit ill-fitting. But for me, the, the Calvin Kleins really do a nice job of shaping nicely to my butt. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what about you, Jock? What are your favorite go-tos right now, since you are the tidy whitey content creator? <laughs> um, well, I have to second Eric. I am definitely a fan of the Calvins as well, both the classic fly and also the more uh, sport type as well. And I'm also in a grants. I'm more of a low rise briefs kind of guy too. In addition to that, I do have uh, Nike white briefs that are, I think, kind of rare now. They used to sell them like a couple years ago and they don't really make them anymore. So I have those that I really like. I'm a big fan of those. And I posted um, a couple pictures of those on Twitter and stuff. And people went crazy. And I got some messages saying, where can I get them? And all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know if they still sell them anymore. And it sucks because, like, I ordered a couple of, of those packages. And I think it was three packs. And I had, like, six pairs that I bought. And I decided to gift one of the packs to a buddy of mine just to kind of get him into white briefs. And um, unfortunately, I'm kind of regretting it now because I, I I want those briefs back. You know, I could have I could have kept them as a you know I could have framed them. I could have sold them on eBay, upriced them, you know, whatever. But I'm definitely regretting that. But I I'm a fan I'm a fan of those Nikes. And then also I have some Fruit of the Loom mid rise kind of style fit briefs. I don't love them. They're more my laundry day pairs. I'm wearing a pair of Fruit of the Loom tidy whities right now. No shame. But yeah, that's exactly, those are a few kind of my favorites, I guess you could say. Nice, nice, nice. You guys have some really good tidy whities I am just boring in tidy whities I will say, because I wore them growing up until I was 12 and switched to bikinis. And I hated them because they just, you know, were ill-fitting and was like, oh, these things have got to go. I feel like I'm wearing a diaper. Some guys, like you said, some guys like that. Some guys like, I do not. It is not my favorite. I enjoy the Calvin Kleins a lot. They're tidy whities especially with the fly. Those, I think, were the first ones I ever bought in my 20s. When I bought a new pair, I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know about going back. And those were good. And the two exist white briefs are good, too. Those are two of my favorites right now. That if I have to wear them, that's it. I just... Fruit of the Looms and Hanes just, sorry boys, white brief boys, it just does nothing for me. I'm just, I get it, but, you know, I tip my hat to you and say, where would you want? But I'm just not wearing them. Sorry, boys. Sorry, boys. So for me, it comes down to a lot of, like, the, the fit of them, especially in the crotch. They are definitely not molded well to uh, to hug and, and exactly. uh, make them pronounced. <laughs> they See? definitely have more of just kind of... Uh, the support isn't great. I'll say it that way. Yes. And that's the part of the tidy whities that I like, like you said, you know, you want to see the bulge. You want to see a nice butt in them. You don't want to see it blow out. You know, you want to see a nice package overall. That's what I want to see. But when yep. I wore Fruit of the Looms, it's sort of like, okay, halfway through the day, it's like, oh, kill me now, please. Kill me now. I want support. I want, ugh. So now I know what I like and I wear it and I just love the passion of the tidy whitey boys. That's one thing I just really love about them is they are like ride or die. This is my thing. I love it. They mix in the fetish like you do, Jock. They mix in the fashion. So it's 
really interesting and I really love the community. So I tip my hat to you boys. I'm not making fun of you in any way. So don't think that I'm just telling you what I like and all the other boys are too. So you guys brought up a couple of um, interesting points mentioning kind of the ill fitting of like tidy whiteies. And that got me thinking and it's like, okay, the name is tidy whiteies, right? Yep. So in your eyes, like do the white briefs have to be tight for them to be considered tidy whiteies? You know, we've kind of talked about that, but I don't think we've answered that question per se. And in my mind, like, I really appreciate when briefs fit well, when they fit nicely, when they're basically, you know, tight, as in tidy whities So I kind of feel like it kind of has to be a requirement for me, my opinion. But I'm kind of curious what you guys think in regards to that topic. Uh, I agree. I think it's got to be tight. I know, like I said, there's a school who doesn't like that. But like we said, I think you have to have it tighter, keep everything in place and feel good. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I say the same The same for me, my, my love of underwear, you know, I do love the white briefs, but I love a wide variety of underwear and, and undies. And I think for me, it is all about like, you know, I love that reveal moment of underwear kind of seeing as much as you can without actually seeing the goods. Mm-hmm. And so that's where, you know, a nice tight brief, a uh, nice tight white brief really does kind of accent everything and and lean into that. But on the other side of it, I think the other side of where tidy whities kind of get their their niche and their fetish is not necessarily for how they present, but more what they what they represent. Mm-hmm. And that's where it is kind of that classic jocker, sorry, locker room theme, maybe the jock bullying them for their tidy whities. And so that's where it's they're called tidy whities. That's an interesting thing you bring up, but they're not known for being tight, but at the time, you know, compared to boxers, they were tight. <laughs> Even if they're not tight all day long, they're the tighter version. True. <laughs> very true. Good way to look at it, Eric. Yes. Interesting. It's a very interesting how the the divisions happen when underwear and, and how society in general labels it. And I know that, you know, the whole fetish side is attached like we talked in the last show about tidy whities that isn't really applied to anything probably other than a jock strap that it's not really a whole fetish community based around so that brings in another element to the whole situation and what's considered what so i think that always has to figure in in any discussion we have about tidy whities i wanted to ask you guys we're going to talk about tool shed in a minute because we're going back there don't let me forget but right now, especially in the tidy whities, there is a big resurgence of vintage underwear that people are buying on eBay. You know, like white briefs from the 80s and 70s and whatnot. What is your opinion on vintage underwear and the whole thing around that just recently? I like the idea of uh, of vintage, but there's always, for, depending on how old they are, uh, there's always that question of, like what kind of quality are you going to end up getting? Like they've just been sitting in a storehouse somewhere for 20, 30 years. It's kind of hard to say exactly what kind of quality they're going to be in. Mm -hmm. And the style is great. You know, I think that is where a lot of us kind of fell in love with the tidy whitey style is back uh, in those earlier decades. But then, you know, the quality that they had back then, the quality of elastic that they had maybe wasn't as great, but also especially aged elastic is never as good. No, (laughs) No, it's not. Trust me. I know I have many up here that's lost the elastic and I'm just exactly cry over them because they were my favorites. Oh, 
yeah. that's exactly. So that's why in theory, it's like that, that sounds great. And, you know, you want that style back, but practicality of how, how you can actually wear them might not be quite as relevant anymore. Yeah, absolutely. So I think if you have the money and the resources, like it's great. Like if you want that pair, that specific thing, get it, go for it. But as you know, Eric mentioned, you know, they might not last, but I think for me, like when I see that stuff, it just comes down to like the memories that you have, Mm -hmm. you know, if there's a specific pair that you see with an old waistband that doesn't exist anymore and you kind of want to, you kind of want to relive your childhood or you remember your dad or your uncle wearing those, those undies and you want those back in your drawer or something like that. I think it comes down to just owning a pair of underwear that's rare and that no one else owns. I think there's something really special about that. And that's what I personally connect with. I love finding briefs that are rare and that don't really exist anymore and stuff like that. And, you know, I had a few pairs and unfortunately, like I wore them to bits. (laughs) So can't really wear them anymore. But, you know, and it's hard to let them go. So but yeah, I think it comes down to that for me. I think, too, is I think we've said this on a couple shows. I don't remember if you said it, Eric, or Andy, or somebody said this, that they're going back to get these styles to hopefully recapture, you know, that excitement we had when we first discovered underwear and it made our heart beat. And, you know, it was something exciting and fun and, oh, we shouldn't be doing this and now when we put on underwear we don't have the same reaction we did back then where it's like yes it's fun but it's not like it feels kind of naughty but it feels good so (laughs) i think that's part of the whole thing about it so but that's just yeah i think that that's a good point that there is kind of that you know kind of gay awakening or undies awakening that you know, you can remember your first time going down the uh, the underwear aisle at, you know, a department store and kind of seeing those images or seeing those briefs and realizing, oh, this is actually interesting and, and kind of reliving that moment. You know, even if it's long gone at this point, you can still have that. This was the pair. This was the, the style, at least, that I was looking at. This is the style of packaging. And I think that can be really important to people, too, is the actual packaging. It's just as much as the briefs themselves, seeing kind of that classic vintage style of it and kind of remembering what they used to see. Yes, because uh, it goes back to even trying on your first pair. I was talking about Jockey with someone the other day. And years ago, like the jockey, classic jockey Alance, their bikinis. And I was having to explain who Jim Palmer was to them. And they were someone who should have been old enough to know Jim Palmer. But, you know, you know, I was a brandy 14 year old looking at this hot baseball player in bikinis. But I was going through and it was like they used to come in tubes. And that was part of their charm is these tubes they came in. And now they come in just like, you know boxes and it's like well that's not as fun you need like the tubes and and the packaging you remember going when you pick them up you're like oh and then you could spot it like if you saw a guy walking around with them you're like oh i know what you're buying Mm -hmm. i just see the Mm -hmm. tube and uh uh-huh good for you so i think (laughs) you agree with you it's a very important part of the underwear buying experience is the packaging because now everyone's being eco-friendly and doing away with packaging so we don't really have that anymore. And everybody's shopping online anyway. So, but yeah, vintage underwear is just crazy right now. Oh my God. I wish I would have saved so many pairs. Damn. I could be making lots of money right now. 
but <laughs> I wore them and wore them out. So, <laughs> so that I do always wonder, like, wh- where these are coming from, because it, it just seems like an odd thing to have kept the unused ones. So, so it's just there is a wow. flood of them, but I don't know how people held on to them. <laughs> and they're new. And yes. they're new. Yes. Yeah. They're new in package. I imagine some. I used to know someone who collected them and would just keep them in the package. I don't know why that was their thing. They didn't wear them. They just collected them. And cause you know, all of us underwear boys are like, no, I'm going to put it on as soon as I get it mm-hmm. and try it. But he collected so much stuff. So I imagine it's people like that who just have this just sitting around and they're either getting older going, okay, I don't want my family to find like a room full of underwear so they're selling it or some, I, that's the way I picture it. It's probably they discovered these in some warehouse and were like, oh my God, well, let's get rid of these. Somebody bought them for like a buck and it's some sort of, you know, auction sale. And they're like, okay, we'll sell them online for a hundred dollars a pack or more. Maybe, maybe they're taking a, like a pressure cleaner to them, you know? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I try not to think of that. That's just one thing that just, oh, I'm just so not into that. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> you want to see me get sick quick. Oh, you boys are into it. Good for you. But no, it's just not my thing. I'm not judging you. But no, 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 no. Because some boys like Andy and Eric will get there sometimes. And I'm just like, okay, you got to stop. Because no, no, no. And they know it drives me crazy. So that's why they do it. So, but yeah. So let's talk about Toolshed for a minute. I have seen them around for a while. They make some really cool stuff out of tidy whities like thongs, jocks, and a, I think they even did a bikini once or something. I don't even I don't even know. Whoever he is, he's super creative. I take it you got the jock, Eric? Yes. So it's funny that, that you mentioned earlier that for you, tidy whities have to have the fly. Um, so right now he has three different versions of the jockstrap. One is just fabric. One is a the original fly, like actually taking a pair of briefs and cutting out the fly and putting that into a jockstrap. And then the the other one is taking the fabric and then making a fly out of it. So it kind of has like all three versions of it. I did not want the fly one. I, for me, like a jockstrap doesn't need a fly, so why put extra fabric there? <laughs> True. But yeah, so I just went with the 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 single pane, just flat pouch for it. But yep, I got the jockstrap. Nice. He, I know what it was. He made like a string bikini, aka tenga, where it's just the waistband attached in the front and back and the sides. That's what he made. Yes. Oh, okay. So that's pretty cool. I will. I will admit, I like what he does, and I'm. He's one person I need to get on the podcast. I think I reached out a while back, but never heard back. So, but yeah, he makes some really cool stuff. And I'm like, Ooh. yeah, he also now has a jock brief. So basically the entire brief, but then cuts out the, the hole in the butt there. So not quite full Jack jock strap style, but, but just kind of that, that window in the back. That should, we should get that for jock for one of his videos. I'm just saying <laughs> for, for one of your uh, locker room videos, I've been I've actually checked out um this website before and I have been very tempted to order the the thong the tidy thong just because it's so rare to me. I'm more I wear thongs more than I wear jock straps personally. So I would definitely be more interested in that. 
But the thing that's always kept me away is the shipping time. I struggle with patience. It's something that I'm working on. (laughs) Wow. Well, you do live in the Amazon world where everybody wants it in two days. Yep. So it's definitely spoiled us. Amazon has spoiled a lot of people. It sucks in a way that everyone thinks wants it that. But yeah, his is. Does he custom make those as you order them, or does he have them already there? He has the. He makes them to order. Okay, I thought so. I thought so. It's kind of like Skin Fit, where it's once you order, you get they make it, and then you go. So yeah, that's kind of kind of called for when you're custom making something that's going to take a little longer. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll be worth it. I need to order some myself, but I'm just like. It's like, I just paid for new teeth, so yeah, I'm not buying nothing <laughs> no time soon. If there's any dentists out there who want to trade underwear for dental services, please let me know. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, See, I actually just found a tool shed apparel because I have the basically kind of a whitey tidy jock strap from Carl Wesley. Um, oh yeah. And every time I, I post that on my, my socials, people will always go crazy. And it's like, well, where do you get that from? I want that. I want that. I want that. And he Sorry. unfortunately has gone out of business. Yes. And that's where someone finally came back and said, Oh, well then you should check out this place. And I was like, Oh, okay. We got now. <laughs> we got this one. Yes. When he quit, I almost cried. I was like, no, but I understand why he did it. So I talked to him right after that, but it's still, it's like, Oh, there goes another good one. Sorry, yep, people. exactly. That's the sad thing about underwear. All the people who go out of business. But I won't bring us down. I won't bring us down. We got to talk tidy whities and have fun. So, yay, tidy whities. What is your opinion about colored briefs that are in the steel shape of tidy whities? Because, you know, one of the first pairs I ever got that I loved, I remember I was in second grade. And I called them Superman briefs because they were blue and the trim was red. And I wore these every chance I got because, you know, (laughs) young underwear lover, of course I'm going to wear these. So do you like the colors? And because, you know, some of them have like the classic colors that are navy and, you know, like burgundy. And then in the 80s, Calvin Klein, especially if you watch Back to the Future, had all the pastel colors in the t- the white briefs or the tidy whitey style because he wore the purple in the movie. What do you think of colors in tidy whiteys? Are they tidy whiteys or are they just briefs? So I think that I mean I personally like them, but I do not count them as being tidy whiteys. Kind of going back to what you had said earlier, I think if they're white with the trim that's colored, that's mm-hmm. fine. But as soon as you kind of start really going into full color. I, I don't think that counts unless slight caveat is that if they're colored, but then have the trim in white. So you Ooh. kind of still get that, that very retro defined fly. Um, you see that, that white line or that colored line kind of outlining the fly itself. That entire field there has a very retro whitey tidy feel to me. Oh, see, this is my invite different people on the podcast. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> so, I agree with um, most of what Eric mentioned. Uh, one thing I want to add is just kind of like a different perspective. You know, I think that we're all looking at this through like our, how would you say, uh, underwear aficionado eyes. You know, we all are very knowledgeable about underwear briefs. 
because we all have probably an underwear fetish or a kink and stuff like that. But I think it's really interesting whenever like someone not in this community calls, you know, black briefs or blue briefs or red briefs, tidy whities. And me personally, I kind of just accept when people call, you know, colored briefs, tidy whities that are not in the underwear community, because I would prefer them call them tidy whities than not know what they're called. And I think that brings up the discussion of like a lot of people, you know, miscalling boxer briefs and calling them briefs and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think it just depends on who's saying the words. Like I will accept, you know, people calling colored briefs tidy whities when they're not experts. I personally won't call them that, but I think it's fine and appropriate when someone who may not know what briefs are or aren't as educated as us <laughs> with our masters and PhDs in underwear. Wow. Um, I think we all have PhDs on this set. <laughs> so, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to kind of include that tidbit as well, just because I find that really interesting. Well, if you look at the tidy whities community, especially on Reddit, I know you're on there, Jock. I don't know if you're on there, Eric. Mm-hmm. It's very much this is what tidy whities is to a lot of those guys where it's very much very structured at what they like and you my know, way or the high, my way yeah. or the highway. Yeah. And you know, that's your underwear choice. You have every right to choose what you want, what you, what, what your fetish is. If you're into the fetish or if you're just into the design of them, whatever you like, I don't judge unless you wear boxers. Other than that, <laughs> you're good. And that's directed to one person and I hope they got it. I think they're very interesting. They're very, they don't venture out into a lot of other styles. And I kind of wonder what about it. I know it revolves around the fetish for them. A lot of the guys, cause they're into the wedgies. They're into the, you know, the pantings, everything Jock does on his mm-hmm. channel, but it makes me wonder, okay, would you try something different other than, the tidy whities so i that always curious makes me curious because i like a lot of different things uh like you guys i wear a ton of different stuff the only time though i wear boxer briefs is they're like you know spandexy with the pouch and then i'm like all in heaven but if it's regular boxer briefs i'm like Ugh, no go away. <laughs> so i'm open to things do you think the tidy whities community is a little more super narrow focused or how do you feel about the community overall? I can go first if you want. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I think that they are leaning more towards that narrow focus in terms of their perspective of what tidy whities are and what they're willing to label tidy whities. Like for instance, I think I posted a picture in that, tidy whitey subreddit on reddit and it was um me and i think it was the back i want to say a butt shot and it was me wearing white bikini briefs and they were pretty obviously they were they were bikinis pretty clearly especially because they didn't have that waistband that we mentioned earlier and i want to say this was a while ago so it's kind of blurry i got definitely some compliments but i think a couple people were like oh are these tidy whities or are these bikinis and i was like oh well they're white bikinis. I just posted them here. I was new to the channel, so I didn't know how strict they were on the rules. But I was like, oh, you know, I just kind of put them here because I wanted to post something fun and I had this picture on my phone, you know, whatever. Yeah, it definitely got some feedback in terms of like, oh, well, these are bikinis, not tidy whities and stuff like that. So I think they 
lean towards being narrow in terms of that. But I think that there are a lot of people on that subreddit who do wear colored briefs as well and do who do wear bikini briefs and who do have other styles of underwear in their drawer. I just think they prefer tidy whities as their main mm-hmm. underwear choice. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I feel like most people that are, I guess, vocally uh, in the community or that are, you know, very large advocates of it there. When they when they want to talk about tidy whities, they want to talk about tidy whities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that is that is very much what what they're regarding. But in terms of what they'll actually wear, sometimes that does venture out a little bit more. But you know, they, for them, I think that it is much more of specifically tidy whities are a kink for them. So mm-hmm. the, when they're engaging in that kink, they have very narrow definitions. But in terms of actual underwear choices, they don't always. They they might venture out to other things and be more inclusive of that, but but yeah, if they're if they're going to search for tidy whitey pictures on Reddit, they don't want to see bikini briefs always. <laughs> true, true. And then I need to post my. I did a shower curtain for someone and put it on the store of white briefs with white briefs hanging behind them on like clotheslines on a black background and I've sold like three of these things and I put new effort into it. So the tidy whitey boys do love that. And the shower curtain is amazing. I have pictures. I have to send it to you guys afterwards, but it's like, these boys are like, yes, I will spend $80 on a shower curtain. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, you go. I did not think I would sell more than one to the person who wanted it. But the rest of them are like, I've had three people buy them total so i was like oh you tidy whitey boys you go yeah i say it gets very central to their persona sometimes it's well i have the picture i have is someone i know who i made it for he has the tidy whiteys he's got a white brief neon sign in his bathroom and then he has tidy whitey sheets that he had someone design for him and he has another neon sign in his bedroom of tidy whities and he's like all tidy whitey out so wow it's he admitted. <laughs> i will dig up the pictures after this and send them to you guys so you can see them uh and i need to post them in the tidy whities group it's like i wonder i wonder what kind of underwear he wears well <laughs> he, he is a huge white briefs fan uh he does have tool shed because that's where i've seen some of some of the tool shed stuff he posts in it but that's like his main thing he wears and that's it. I've tried to get him on the show, but I've yet to do it. So, but yeah, he's goes all out in his house and it's like, I'm a tidy whities boy. And I'm like, you go boy, you have <laughs> really gone all out and put your love out there. So if anyone comes over to his house knows what he likes. So just saying and more power to you. You definitely have to get him on the podcast because I would love to hear that and love to ask him questions about like what kind of interactions he's had, what kind of experiences he's had when he's had guests. You know, I I can think of if he lives in an apartment, like I have the maintenance guy come over once a month at least, you know, with some kind of issue. So, yeah, I mean, I I would love to hear that. Oh, he does not care that the maintenance guy or anyone sees his shower curtains, etc., he oh, is I'm all sure bored. He, he is. I'm sure he. I'm sure he bored. doesn't care. But I would love to. I'm wondering if he's ever gotten any comments about it. Just kind of conversations that have happened. You know. I think he has, but I'll try to get him on. Um, he's been kind of 
non-committal every time I've asked him. So we'll see. I'm still working it, but you know, it's very interesting. He has other kinks too. So it's, it's all sort of interweaved and very mm-hmm. interesting, very interesting. So, yeah, he just, he sends me a ton of pictures. He's mad. I don't send any back to him. And I'm like, well, I don't take many pictures. Sorry. You'll hear that <laughs> on the show before this one. We talk about body image that's coming out. Maybe delayed this week, but it's coming out. Very interesting. It's just the whole kink community around Heidi Whitey's is just something you delve into and you could just go for hours reading Reddit and their discussions. Mm-hmm. It's just like no other underwear. So it just amazes me that I do think that Tidy Whitey's is kind of one of those those parts of pop culture that really kind of has been centric throughout the ages like like you mentioned about back to the future like there is a scene talking very specifically you know oh hi calvin oh i read it on your underwear so like tidy whities have kind of been the butt of the joke in a lot of things they actually have been very present in pop culture and in media so i think that's a big part of the reason why it attracts um such a large following of people that are into underwear they, there is that very strong subculture that is very specific about what they like, specifically yeah. being white briefs. Yeah. When you look at white briefs, it's like two sides of the coin. Cause you have like the embarrassing side with like the nerds and the tidy whities and, you know, embarrassing to be caught with your pants down and tidy whities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, you have Back to the Future, Risky Business, which is probably one of the most iconic underwear scenes ever. And that's not made fun of. That's sort of like, oh my God, this is hot. Because I remember when it came out and I was like, holy Jesus, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of two sides of one coin. You got the hot side and you got the uh, embarrassment side and, oh, you shouldn't wear those things. And the other side is like, oh my God, it's so hot. Ugh. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting dichotomy of white tidy whities, I will say. And just blows it blows my mind how much it is. Because when I first thought of tidy whities, back in the day, it was like, eh, whatever. And then now that I delve more into it, I see the passion of the tidy whitey boys and the subreddit and all the other things that go along with it. It's like, okay, I kind of overlooked this. I will admit I overlooked it for many years. So that's why we're doing these shows and spotlighting that, you know, tidy whities are good underwear for some people. I don't wear them that often, but I'm just saying. And these boys wear them all, but a good bit of the time, because I've seen both of you in whites and different kinds of whites. And, well, Jock, his whole thing is tidy whities usually, but he wears many other things. So so it's interesting. It, it, it blows me away, so... And I think uh, the fetish side of Tidy Whitey's will definitely have to be on one of the the after dark ones where we can delve into the whole fetish side of this. We'll have to get at least one really committed Tidy Whitey guy on that one for sure. For sure. Maybe my friend that I know from Twitter will come on. The one I was telling you with the whole thing. It's interesting. Anything else from you guys? Anything you can bring up? Any more thoughts on Tidy Whitey's? What they are? I would say just overall, you know, I, I think that, you know, letting people be flexible in that definition is really important as well. Just to kind of be embracing of, you know, people like their fetishes, people like, you know, people like their underwear. So I think it's it's important to always approach people with uh, 
letting them define who they want to be. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's something that is, uh, I appreciate as well as kind of seeing this conversation and kind of having it play out rather than kind of cutting off and saying, Oh, well, you know, well, you don't like what I like. So this is not the same. It's like, no, no, no. Like, let's, let's talk about it. Let's kind of have some of those. Well, why is that special to you? Why does that uh, mm-hmm. mean something different to you? And, and, you know, kind of delving into that, like you said. I think that's really important with all underwear because we all like so many different things and people have been made fun of for many styles over the years. But tidy whities I think, you know, the larger underwear community in general, like all the guys like on Instagram who wear the bikinis and thongs kind of look down on tidy whities like, oh, those are oh, horrible. Why would you even? I think we need to sort of delve into, like you said, why do you like these? What is it? Uh, No one really wants to be made fun of. Although, as Chuck knows, there is an embarrassment side to this whole thing that guys do enjoy Mm -hmm. and get on. And that's part of the Tidy Whitey's fetish. But we should be more open to hearing why people like what they like. And some boys will like the show, some boys won't. But I think it's a huge community out there that we need to talk about and cover and go into. You'll never convince me to buy probably Fruit of the Limbs ever again, but I'm willing to buy Calvin Klein and join you Tidy Whitey Boys. But I'm just saying, I'm not going to make fun of you. So let's just put it that way. Unless you want to, and that's a whole different story. So (laughs) if you want to be made fun of, I'll gladly do it. But unless you tell me that, not going to happen. So that's a whole thing. That being said, though, that does remind me. Um, they did come out with, Haynes came out with some some new briefs that are singles. And they did come out with one that is, it's white fabric. And it is a black waistband and things like that. So it is kind of going back to that classic style a little bit more. And I bought one of those too. Oh, and it was kind of refreshing to be like, oh, okay. Like this is back to kind of basics, but still with a little bit more of a modern twist. It was It was interesting to see kind of that, you know, tried and true brand kind of break that mold a little bit and still kind of bring it up to the more modern take on a tidy whitey. Those are the ones without a fly, right? The ones Correct. They're, they're no longer a fly. Yeah. I like those. I've seen them. I'm going to have to look those up. I will. Cause we need to have better underwear. I brought this up on many shows in regular stores, not just, you know, higher end department stores, online stores, but let where most people shop and you know, we need to have a variety of bikinis and thongs and briefs and boxer briefs, not just, I wrote on the blog the other week, what happened to the discount stores, you know, Ross, TJ Maxx, etc. Cause you used to go in there and find a whole bunch of different underwear. You find bikinis, you could find jocks, you could find everything. And now when you go in, it's almost exclusively boxer briefs. Mm-hmm. Rarely yeah, yeah, yeah. will you find any any brief, even tidy whities. You you rarely find those. But I ran into a Calvin Klein, like it was colored briefs, a couple week, couple months ago in a Marshalls, and it was like they were all small. So I'm like, well, I'm not fitting in that. But <laughs> it's we need to have better selections so guys can make better selections that you don't have to worry about. You know. I have to order online for this and, you know, yeah, 
Because when I grew up, they had everything. Because remember, I don't know if you guys remember that Walmart used to have the Jockey Life brand where you could get like string bikinis along with Hanes, along with your, you know, SpongeBob boxers. And yeah. they've done away with those. And now it's pretty much just, they have boring underwear as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> they got rid of them the last, what, four months ago or six, this last year, right? Basically. Yeah, they switched. Somebody else started making them. Because Jockey got out of it, and then they've gone away. I haven't seen them in a while down here. So yeah. it's been a couple years since I've seen them. Yeah, it's a real tragedy <laughs> in the underwear era. But it's like, you know, people are changing. Lots of things are changing. When you look at what's going on in the world, I just think everybody should have a choice. That's yeah. That's all I ask. That's not asking for too much. I was actually very surprised. I say that's where I, uh, Target was where I found those Hanes in the single packs with the new style brief. But they also have uh, they have a pair of Thieves. They feature very exclusive, not exclusively, but very prominently. Uh, so again, kind of a different brand, but kind of that fun underwear, a little bit more, lots of fun patterns again for adults. And they also had like your string bikinis and things like that too. I was very impressed with Target. I'm going to have to go back into Target and look because they just redid my Target and they moved everything completely around except for the pharmacy um, because they couldn't. But everything else got moved to other sides of the store. So I just didn't even go to the men's section. So I will check them out. There you go. Have to to go browse. I'm going to have to. I (laughs) I was in Target for a mission that day and I got what I needed and was like, where the hell am I? So now I'll have to find the men's section. I, I don't know where they put it. It's It was just like, huh? What did you do to this store? Okay, great. So we will have another Tidy Whitey show soon. Um, we're going to be posting in the Tidy Whitey's, I guess, subreddit. And I'm going to go through some more of their suggestions when I posted last. Because they had some really good suggestions in there. And some of it's probably for the After Dark show. Some of it's for the regular show. You know, we don't want to scare off people who are not into the kink and everything. You just want to hear underwear. But, you know, there there's a sexual side of underwear. So we have to embrace that. Although I was told by someone who's listening that we have kind gone kind of bluer, as in more risque, in the last year or so. And I'm like, what? I don't think we've gone that far i think we're still <laughs> what we were it's like you're making me feel dirty uh, but you know underwear has the sex side and i've never shied away from it so you can't really um even the straight boys want to enjoy fun times in their underwear i'm just saying it's true it's true I've had many hit me up wanting to keep their underwear on for longer and i'm like well Welcome to my world with the gay boys, too. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take those off. No, leave them on. But that that's a different show. We will have that show soon, too. So, all right, boys. Tell them where they can find you online, Mr. Jock. Hey, guys. Um, so, you guys can catch me on my Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, all under at Jock Embarrassed, where you can find all things embarrassment related to underwear. That includes wedgies pantsings, and so much more. Lots more, especially ordering in his underwear. I enjoyed that video. And what about you, Eric? Where can they find you? 
So I've got two different handles for different places just because of, you know, different requirements for them. Um, so on Instagram, it is at the Jocker Room. And then on Twitter or X, uh, it is at Jocker Room Selfie, um, except it's missing an R. <laughs> so it is Jocker Room with only one R in between and then Selfie Singular. I always can never find you on Twitter for that reason alone. Cause yeah, hey, I know I'm dyslexic and B, you know, when you miss some miss an arm, just like, oh. and their search sucks at times. So that's the also reason. true. Yeah. They had a, they had a limit of how many characters I could use. I couldn't fit it all in. <laughs> Bastards. Bastards. As I tell you, find me at UNB Tim on all things, social, uh, Twitter, blue sky, which I'm spending more time on. What else am I on? I'm on everything. Instagram, you name it. I'm I'm all around. So go follow. Follow the blog. Follow these boys. Follow all of our wonderful guests we have on. Uh, we will have another White Brief show after the first of the year. Uh, we will work on getting that planned and probably have one a quarter throughout 2024. 20, oh, Jesus, that's right around the corner. That's going to happen before we know it. And if it's popular, we may have more. Who knows? It just all depends on when our boys are available. And this one just sort of clouds open and we have it. So, yay. <laughs> all right, everyone. Uh, go join our Patreon as a free member or a paid member. Uh, go join our community. Join in on the fun. Tell us what you want to hear, what you like. If you don't like something, be constructive. Or I'm just not going to pay attention to you. I'm just telling you because it's my show. And I'll be like, hmm. Thanks. Bye. So yeah, go join, be part of the fun and we'll bring you more about after dark when I have actually had time to work on it and get it going. So yay, everyone have an amazing week and we will have a podcast for you soon. Bye everyone. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us at Patreon at patreon.com slash unbblog. Follow us on social media. You can follow the blog at unbblog on Twitter and Instagram. Read the blog at unbblog.com. Also follow me if you like art or anything else fun and underwear at unbtim on Instagram and also Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll have more podcasts at you very soon. Bye.